nonverbal messages are you sending your viewer from your Zoom room? What does a messy desk or a bed behind you or a flushing toilet say to the viewer when you're on the Zoom, when we are on Zoom with them? Think this stuff isn't important and that nobody cares? I'm going to urge you to think again. These nonverbal messages are like actions that speak louder than words. And what it says about you is that as a professional, you kind of aren't sure about that line between what's professional and what needs to stay personal. So today in the Waste Up Wardrobe Studio, if you're serious about if you're serious about your virtual office, you need to tune in today. And you don't if you don't want to send those inadvertent nonverbal messages that really aren't professional, you need to join us today for our conversation with a high performance coach who's going to share with us everything we need to know about how to wow your audience, how to make those really impactful connections, and how to stay connected to your audience at this time, especially when we're navigating this really wild year of 2020, where everybody is in the storm, right, but is in a different boat, and how we can really take care of ourselves and be professional with our viewers and tie all of that really important stuff about home, personal, and work together. But you know the drill. If you want to hear everything she has to say, you're going to have to tune in to find out. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Bartanian, an attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style and dressing them for success. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally on camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hi, Virtual Nation. Here we are again in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio for another really dynamic conversation about how to navigate this virtual world. And today is a really special episode, as they all are, but today we have a really special guest in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio. As you know, Waste Up Wardrobe is not just about the clothes. It's about everything that we're dealing with in the virtual world. It has everything to do with your image and the way you show up, your self-care, your emotions when you show up on camera, how you interact with your audience. Really, it is a full service um, uh, you know, podcast, Waste Up Wardrobe is, on how to really show up body, mind, and soul. And today is an episode where we're gonna cover a lot of those areas. Before we get started, I just wanna say thank you to my very awesome producer that is always here, always running the show, Rick Moscoso, who really is the wind beneath the wings of the show and uh, Waste Up Wardrobe. So thank you to him. Um, I wanna acknowledge him as as we go into this uh, next week of Thanksgiving and this month of Thanksgiving. and just really um, show him gratitude for everything he does for this show. I also want to show my audience gratitude. We are here to give you a lot of value today, and as we always are, and I want to really express how grateful I am that you have made this podcast um, so interactive, and you're helping me build this really important system of how to really show up on camera, because this is not going away. So thank you for that. 
the podcast of Waste Up Wardrobe is on iTunes. So you can definitely download and subscribe to the show. Um, you can give us a, a review and a rating. You can uh, obviously replay this on um on Facebook anytime you wish. And we always give some really great value and also a lot of giveaways that are embedded in this uh, Facebook page. So always look out for those. We also want you to remind you that this is an interactive show. We want to dialogue. We want your questions. We want to dig deep. We're all really trying to figure out how to navigate the virtual world. And um, everybody's insight into this and the things that they've done that have worked and the things that they haven't done that they've learned from is really valuable for the entire audience that is working from the virtual office. So please don't be shy to comment, to, to tell us what you're thinking, to agree or disagree, because all those things are very, very valuable. So I am going to start by bragging about my guests today. I mean, we have been so fortunate to have these amazing guests on the show. I the, the show gets so elevated by the people that agree to come on and, and give out their genius and be those go-givers that you know everybody right now needs. Um, and today is no different. I have a really special guest here today, um, Julianne Stiddick, who is a motivational speaker. She's a high-performance coach and a three-time author. Julianne partners with her clients on a daily basis and meets them where they're at and co-creates a perfect formula for personal and professional development tools to help them achieve what they really want to and really get to their, their genius. For the past 25 years, Julianne has worked with leaders and influencers in the entrepreneurial world, as well as executives. And, and listen to this, her pedigree, oh my gosh, her resume is so robust and so impressive. She's worked with leaders in Lexus, Nordstrom, uh, Disney, Keller Williams. Her unique approach has also attracted notable Oscar and Glo uh, Golden Globe winner clients. Um, recently, uh, Julianne took note of a real need in the marketplace and her services have evolved into high performance coaching for driven leaders and teams with an emphasis on effective communication and presentation skills that convert. That means that really impact businesses' bottom lines and entrepreneurs' bottom lines. Her clients consistently rave about her insightful ability to see in them what they have not yet been able to realize in themselves. What a gift that is. Julianne is in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio, so please help me welcome Julianne Stiddick. Hi, Julianne. It's such a pleasure to have you here, such an honor. I know that every time I have a conversation with you, I walk away with something I put right into action because that is who you are. You are a go-giver. You always enrich and give value to people you talk to. So how are you this morning? I'm delighted to be here and spend time with you today, Christine, and um, and, and hope that that really blesses uh, others. Yes, absolutely. Well, we have a lot to unpack, unpack today because the thing is, uh, we're going to be definitely talking about Zoom room etiquette because that is really important. And I think right now people are still really trying to navigate that. And here's the thing. So, you know, Waste Up Wardrobe is all about how to show up professionally on Zoom. But it's hard. I mean, it, it's not hard because, you know, it, it's hard to figure out. It's hard because life is now changed for a lot of people who are working from home. And it's, you have sometimes factors that are out of your control. I mean, I get on Zoom uh, for my show and for many other times, and I'm, I'm always preaching, you know, 
be aware of your surroundings. Make sure you don't get interrupted by the dog or the kids, but then the gardener shows up, right? So it's really hard to really control everything in your environment. And it's important for everybody to give each other grace, but you do the best you can. And we have a lot to unpack today because uh, you, you have so many areas of genius, really. Um, but I really want to focus on some cat main categories. We want to talk about those nonverbal messages that people tend to give the viewer that can really impact them negatively. And when it impacts them negatively, it can affect the bottom line. We also want to talk about virtual presenting because I know that is an area you're very experienced at. Mm -hmm. And then I want to also talk about creating those connections with the audience, creating those authentic connections, and, and also how being in 2020 right now, that's become even more important, but also more difficult sometimes because we're all in this storm, right, <laughs> of 2020, and we're all in different boats. So everybody's at a different level and dealing with different things, but everybody is really having a hard year and everybody needs that support. So those are sort of the main categories. There's so much. We have to have like a, a series of episodes with you, Julia. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So uh, let me just start with as a high performance coach who, you know, who helps clients with, you know, the whole person, you really focus on all areas of the entrepreneur. Um, why is leveling up that virtual presence really important now that we're mostly on Zoom? Well, because it's marketing. I mean, that's the bottom line. You know, I look at it as um, that we actually have, there's, you know, we don't have our live conferences, but there I have utilized um, virtual meetings to build a whole new um, client base um, during COVID. So I think there's a lot of opportunity for us to be um, creating that sense of, you know, commercialized way of connecting with people and how to stand out. Because the truth is we have so many opportunities to use our individual surroundings to create an experience for people, for them to step into a different space, for them to see something that calms them. Right. So this idea around ramping things up is like, you know, it's your personal brand. It's how people are perceiving you. And um, uh, there's some real benefit to how that's working. Absolutely. And I always tell my clients, you're set. You know, even your set is like a billboard for your brand. It's a connection of you. There's so many things that go into you know, um, showing up on camera and being present and so many things that, you know, can go wrong. Now, there's, of course, those things that are out of your control that can go wrong. But then there's also those things in your control. So I'm going to ask you because this is you know interesting. I get this different answers from different people on this. What's the biggest faux pas or thing mistake that you've seen high level professionals really do on camera that, you know, struck you as like, wow, you know, can I give you two? Oh, please. Okay. Yes. So I'll, one of them is me. And so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tell on myself, but um, we were uh, in a, a group session and one of the women that was um, sitting uh, in the session, her son's girlfriend walked behind her wearing nothing but a short t-shirt and a thong. Oh my and so that's the that was like oh right that's the one that goes down in the history book um 
just this week, um, I just got back from being out of town. And so I've packed my week a little tighter than I usually do. And so I didn't get a chance to eat and I was hungry and I was like, okay, I got to be on in like one minute. And so I scooped a big scoop of um, Mazithra Italian cheese blend into my mouth. And it's like really chewy. And I was literally going, oh my God, I can't go on right now because I got, I know I've got it in my teeth right now. So there you go. Well, see, this is the thing that I love about the virtual world is that we really all have been a victim for this because sometimes, because this is so new, we're all navigating through this. Um, I mean, many of us used to work virtually, but we not to this degree where we were really on camera, you know, six, seven, eight hours a day. So I think that totally takes us to a different level because, you know, you still have to eat. <laughs> you still have to do the regular things that you wouldn't right. normally do, you know, um, in, you know, on a, on a, in a traditional working world. So, so that, that, that's where it gets, you know, we get a little bit, like we forget, we almost become unaware. It's easy to do that. I mean, Sometimes people will show up late on camera. This is some of the things I want to share. They'll show up late on camera, which is, you know, that's kind of, yeah, I, I feel like that is a basic etiquette oh, please. thing, so, right? Yeah. yeah. But then also when they show up late, then they start apologizing for it. So instead of doing that, what do you suggest they would do? Oh, my gosh. If somebody shows up late, just, Okay. <laughs> my dad sit down be quiet and participate exactly you know? so i've always i've always felt that way about events um and um i think that people showing up late is is a of a level of what their commitment is to it and it's not about being rigid but it's really about being courteous to other people that are there and show up on time so, um, you know, I think that's a big, a very big piece of the puzzle. I'd love to add to that piece of the puzzle. If when you're, when you do get there, that you have taken five minutes to get settled and take a deep breath and ask yourself, what kind of presence am I putting out there? Cause you could have the right outfit on, you could, you know, be whatever you shave, you know, whatever, like the, but if you're showing up and you're like, you know, you're trying to, you know, like get things to work and you're unorganized and you're fidgeting, um, uh, that's another thing, like a lot of moving around and fidgeting. Um, it's people holding the phone up to their ear, having a phone conversation while they're on mute. So it's, it's not professional and, um, there, things come up, but I think that we could learn to just up-level our politeness and just doing things just to be in service of the group as a whole. Yes, a a absolutely. And I think, too, that people think it's not a big deal. You know, oh, let me just take this call. I mean, you wouldn't do that if you're sitting in a conference room, a traditional conference room. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, um, let me go off camera, which sometimes I guess there's a reason to do yeah, that. But absolutely. right. There's always exceptions to the yes. guidelines, but it really boils down to how, what do you want the viewer to perceive about you? Right. If, if you have a messy desk, that says something about you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, we had a conversation last week with um, with a business recruiter, uh, you know, um, somebody who 
really preps people for interviews and seeks out um, and preps interviewers for candidates. And um, she said that uh, it really, you have to pay attention to this stuff because you know, future bosses will make, they'll make judgments on you based on if you have a messy office, what does that say about you? Don't yeah, you agree? Absolutely. I would absolutely agree. And I'm not saying everybody needs to be like uh, super obsessive or anything like that about it. But I think that it's, again, I think it's just about being polite, honestly. Yeah. I think that's what it all just comes back to. Right. Yeah. And it, and I think that, you know, you are being when you're now in the virtual world, we're being assessed, especially if you're in, in for an interview or you're talking to a professional. Right. We're being assessed on how um, everything that's showing up in this box. Yeah, most definitely. Know. So so what I'd love to like if if I can if I could kind of piggyback something on this is that that when so there, there's there's so much of it that can be, I'm going to go back to that word, commercialized, and I definitely say it with air quotes, but at the same time, there's a level of authenticity that needs to come through, and here's an opportunity that we have, is what if you just decided that you were going to step up to this next level version of yourself, and through this opportunity to have a control over a lot of the surroundings of how it is that you show up, that you invest in that piece of the puzzle um, and, and, and play the part of your next version. Mm, I love that. So it's like, we're, it's like you're building a show about yourself. It's a built, you're building a show about your journey and, and to just grab those things that it is that you want next in your life and go, okay, I'm going to just play the part of that person. How would that person do things? Yeah, that, that's great. That's the coach in you. That, that, yeah. I couldn't help it. <laughs> right. No, I love that. I love that. Um, so let's clarify that a little bit for the audience. Okay. So can, can you whittle that down into maybe um, like just two bullet points or a couple bullet points that can clarify somebody how they would actually think about that or do that? Right. So it's it's really like we're all on this like little fine tuning journey. Right. And we're working on our inside and we're working on our outsides. And I think it really comes down to, you know, dreaming, looking into the future and going, who am I? And being willing to look inside more and go, who am I? And then, like, how does that person live to begin to start playing the part of that person, not just when they're online, but in their own life? And it's a real win-win opportunity. So it's, who do I want to be? Because every single choice that we make about how we show up online or how we have conversations or when it really comes from individual choices, little baby individual choices of going, do I choose to look at it this way or do I choose to look at it this way? Right. Right. Yeah, right. And all of those little things of to be maybe just to go, you know what? I am going to be um, studying for a part. I'm going to be playing in a movie and now I need to start acting that part. Yeah. 
That is such great advice. Now, I, I want this to be really clear for somebody who wants to put this into practice, okay? So it's almost like yeah. you are uh, writing the script for this movie, yes. right? Okay, I get, I get where you're going. So yeah. I think it comes down to, um, if we want to do that, it's like, okay, first we need to do a character build out. Like what I, and I might not have even used the right term, but you know, they put together a character profile. Well, what does this character's profile look like? If you were going to write a part, you know, what is, what do you value? What are your top five values? Mm. How is it that people see you at your best? Reach out to five people. This was an exercise I always did with personal branding clients. Um, reach out to five people send them an email, let them know that you're creating a character for yourself and that you want to know in five adjectives, give me five adjectives that describe the way that you see me and not your mother or your, you know, your best friend that you're looking over her shoulder or his shoulder, but people that are more acquaintance, right? Yeah. People that you respect and admire and then they come back with that language and you're, you're able to say, oh, I see all these little common threads. She's very driven. She's very, you know, loving. She's very um, um, uh, strategic. He's um, very creative. Like, where do we pull those pieces together? And then you write that list. Yeah. And that's really, uh, that's actually a really powerful tool. Right. And how does this person dress? Right. And, and what is this person's health um, habits? Mm-hmm. And um, where is this person contributing in the world? Um, and what is this person's attitude like? Right. So you write that part and then you just start acting it. Yeah. And, and once you have this um, idea or dream about yourself or really who you want to be and who you are, it's kind of a it's like a, a mesh of those things. Then if then any decision you're faced with, as long as it aligns with those things that you see yourself being, or then, then, then you're kind of, you can make decisions pretty easily. Right. Right. You can can act based on that part. Yeah. So here's the interesting thing as it relates to a little bit of science behind this is that one of the ways that hypnosis works is there's a level at a point in time where there is a confusion for the brain that puts the brain off kilter. And then the um, subconscious, who is the autopilot, is much more receptive to messages, right? So what's, what's interesting is right now, with everything that's going on in our lives out there, we're everything's like shaky right now so we're in a state of confusion which means that we now have an opportunity to start embedding some very very strong um, practices routines that are going to stick in the autopilot because this part of the brain is the um like when it comes to exercise like elevating how you're seen there Um, But that if those routines are going into place right now, they're going to end up in that autopilot rather than that self-control, you know, that I'm going to do it this way by bearing it. And so 
um, all of these things, all of these practices that this person way out there would do are all come back to how it is that you're perceived by other people so that then when they meet you in person, they're meeting that next level person of you. Yeah. And so you're, you're talking here about really taking the opportunity of things getting shaken up, you know, during 2020 for everybody, it's different. Uh, but definitely everybody's gotten shaken up um, to recalibrate, right? Which is sort yeah. of the, the name of your company, recalibrating, resetting, recalibrating, recharging, um, and, and, and taking the opportunity, taking it as an opportunity um, to, to do all that. But also how all that informs everything you're putting out there, whether yeah. it be... Um, connecting with family and friends or connecting with uh, potential clients, whether you do it on camera or by phone, really you are re resetting so that you can effectively do all that. Right. Right. And, um, and just kind of back to our, you know, th that sort of the nonverbal messages and how that ties in. Right. So when we're on camera with a potential client or, you know, even uh, another business owner, we really want to, allow them to see like who we are, but we don't want it to look manufactured, right? Because we are working so hard at showing up right, but we also right. want to be authentic. So that's, I think that's the conflict, right? Because we want to well, make sure, yeah, go ahead. That's so interesting because it's like, I see like just showing up being yourself is the best charisma advice there is. Right to come and be yourself. I mean, yeah, there's like pieces that you need to polish, but then you need to settle in. What kind of the energy do I want to be putting out there? And that's a big, that is a very big topic, Christine. It's because so much of that non, like the nonverbals. So that's what we're talking about here is the nonverbals. I'm going to encourage everybody to the next time that they are on screen and there's a group of people and you're, you're talking and you're listening. I want you to be looking at yourself in the screen because you're going to see what your expressions are and how other people are seeing those expressions. Because see, for me, I'm the kind of person that if I'm really focused in on what somebody's saying, my natural tendency in the past was to scowl a little bit. I was like, I was really focused on them, right? So that might be something that other people might perceive as being a scowl. So, but you have to be able to see how it is that you're showing up and, you know, for me, I know that the best way for me to show up is to make eye contact with that camera, which you guys were like giving me the, you know, uh, <laughs> you got to look at the camera. Um, um, but the truth is, you know, um, I love your idea of like, you know, like something that's drawing your attention up there or you covering the screen. Um, but we have to be able to see how we're showing up. And so I learned that the best way for me to show up is to um, smile and look into the camera and really look into the camera as if I'm imagining being at lunch with you and um, just, you know, hanging out with you. I know. Isn't that, that that's what we decided to do? We're just having lunch together and talking all right. about all the, those really great takeaways uh, uh, that we can get from you, Julia. I mean, I really feel so privileged that you're here because there's so much really that 
so many people can get so much benefit from, especially at this time that's very challenging for people. And what I love about what I love about what you do is how you look at um, your clients or really anybody you're talking to as a as the whole person. Right? There's that inner that taking care of yourself. Um, so that you are better able to take care of those around you and take care of your business, which is so important. I don't think enough people understand that the number one thing to do um, in business is to take care of yourself so that you could output and give as much as you possibly yes. can, right? Um, can tell us a little bit more about that because that is so important in, in whatever, that you, whatever you're doing. Um what I found is that so many of the people that I coach and that and circles that I run in, you know, um, is that we're so disconnected from our bodies and allowing ourselves to feel feelings and feel like it's okay for us to um, be having a little bit of a hard time right now, right? Um, that that the work that I do with people is like, it's an exercise that I actually do before I go on to any uh, podcasts or anything. If I'm speaking, um, I have major rituals getting ready to do it. I dance. Um, I stretch. Um, I listen to a song that lights up my soul, like listening to cello by Hauser. Um, and, I open up my body physically, um, getting all of this open. In fact, I'm just going to encourage everybody to just do that. Just open up your chest and put your shoulders in your back pockets and sit up super, super straight and lift your chin just a little bit. Just allow that, that to shine that, that part of you. Mm. And it's so getting in touch with body and breathing and, and actually sound and going to that place of like, my intention is to use whatever tools I have to be able to share things that I think are going to help people to be happier and feel better about themselves. Well, I, this was, um, I mean, here we are getting some instruction on how to really center yourself and to feel grounded. Love it. Yes. This is what happens. You see, this is the thing. And listen, I do this because I used to do this. So <laughs> let me just say that, okay, is that I was like so worried about, well, what am I going to say? And what's the format going to be? And all like all of that stuff that I need to plug into the operations of my life, the operations of my business. It's literally like a cog in a wheel. Yeah. And so I plug into that. I need to do some things. I need to get my energy up. I need to drink water. I need to spritz my face. So it looks as moist as possible. I have essential oils going. So all of those things help me get settled. Yeah. I, I think that that is that is if, if nobody takes anything from this today, I hope they take away this piece, that whole body mind connection and really how important that is. I remember for years, um, you know, I used to tell my husband, who's a dentist, I used to tell him you, you like your main asset is your person, is your body. You have to take care of that. That means your health. Yes. 
your exercise, your physical um, you exercise. Like, <laughs> so you actually really motivate me. Oh, oh God, Christine's out there doing it. I can get up and do it too. Well, we motivate each other, don't we? I think that's the wonderful thing about surrounding yourself with entrepreneurs who understand that, right? Um, Here's another thing is that like, I'm always about how can I make everything as efficient as possible, right? So I just like my, I have music on, I have dance time. And during that time, I am pretending like I'm a ballerina. I'm pretending like I'm a modern dancer. I'm letting that go and opening up. And then I'm getting exercise at the same time and it's elevating my mood and I'm getting ready for a presentation and, and, oh, my back hurts a little right now. Let me take a moment to stretch it. But it's back in touch with the body again. Yeah. It's the breathing, it's the meditating, it's the, it's the leaders. What I've noticed is that leaders during this COVID thing decided to dig in and I'm going to be a positive influence. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to be resilient. I'm going to be that to help lift people up. And that catches up after a while. Yeah. I know that it did with me. So it was like, oh, I need a reminder again. I need another fuel injection into caring for self um, because we've got all these new patterns that are go- that were, are getting created in our lives and so much of it's out of our control, but there's so much that we have control over right now. And the good news is so much of it is what's going to make us show up better online. Absolutely. I, you know, and, and that's kind of what makes um, us all be able to really inspire each other, right? It's those leaders that really stepped up. I have to say when I, when everything happened in 2020, I did not, I wanted to kind of wait it out. And if I would have waited it out, I would have been waiting a long time, right? But something, you know, clicked in my mind that said, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. It was like my first reaction. But I was like, I'm I'm a leader. I'm a mother. I have so many responsibilities. I so many people depend on me. I'm going to, you know, press on. And I got to pivot and I got to create waste up wardrobe. And it's been and it's so great. Yeah, it's such a great show. Well, I appreciate that. So, so, you know, I think that really this, this year has really shown people how, how much they, they're capable of, but also have, we, we've thought of, we've become such innovators. We've become so creative, right? And how we, how we do things. So yeah. one of them is the, just having this platform of a virtual platform. Yeah. There's people that I had to coach on make and, and make it easy for them to go on virtually. They thought they could never be a virtual business. Right. And and I'm oh, sure yeah. you've run into that, right? I mean, oh, as a coach. Sure. Oh, so sure. actually right here, I want to just I know that you will have a lot of light to shed on this and I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but I know that you'll oh, have boy. really good information to oh, give no. us. Is, yeah. If you could do you have like a case study or an example of somebody who really decided was really going to fall apart as a business owner. And, and then um, with, with obviously with your, with your guidance and um, with a little bit of courage that you were able to bring out of them really decided to pivot and actually came out on top. Do you have an example of somebody like that? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a client that hired me. This has been interesting. The people that have hired me during COVID are a whole different breed. <laughs> yes. Very, very interesting. And it's, and the, the, the results that, that we're getting are like wonderful. So um, one woman hired me um, right when COVID started and she was um, uh, not doing well in a lot of different areas of her life. And she has transformed. She has lost a tremendous amount of weight. Um, she cut alcohol out of her life. Um, she has, um, started a brand new business that's already thriving and she's already a leader with her comp with her company. And this has all been during COVID. Um, but it's, it really, it, what it was so much of it. And I think that we all need this right now. And so go to your loved ones for it, ask for it, give it as much as you can. People need encouragement. They need someone to believe in them. They need someone to tell them that they're doing a good job. Absolutely. You know, it's like you're doing a good job. Yeah. This yeah. year doesn't look like you thought it was going to, and you're, you're okay. Right. Right. Uh, no, I think, I, I think that's, I think that's what people need more than anything, really. You know, they need somebody to believe in them. They need somebody to believe yeah. in, 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 and give them, positivity, especially if they tend to be um, not as optimistic as others. I mean, that's why I say we're in a big storm and everybody's in a different boat. Everybody has a different capacity. Yes. yes. Uh, we just, my uh, Joe and I just got back from Mexico. We were there for eight days and had the most amazing time. But the people that we met there, it's like it became so much more real that everybody's going through, we're all going through the same thing. They were talking, we were talking with them. I was practicing my Spanish and we were talking about, you know, like, how is this impacting you and what has has happened? And, and I learned so much from the Mexican culture during this time is that these people that have absolutely, you know, barely anything that are out, uh, diving for clams, collecting clams and making practically nothing um, it, that they're, oh, they're okay and they're happy and they're celebrating and they're spending time in nature and, and they, they're not spending all their time on their cell phones. They're not watching the news. They're not, they are surrounding themselves with community and nature. Yeah. And it, really was a, I believe in that. And I value that very, very much, all of those things. And it was an uptick for me. It was a recalibration for me to take that a step further. Yeah. Even as the high performance coach, don't you find it remarkable how you also learn from your clients or from others on, yeah, on elevating it? I'm a student first and foremost. Absolutely. I love to learn about people and what they do and why they do it and what the, you know, like I, that's very, very important to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, as, um, as you know, in your work as a coach and having shifted to this virtual reality that we're in, yeah. um, I'm sure you've had to um, advise clients on how to be virtual presenters, like how to 
you know, now, you know, they used to be in a boardroom presenting. It used to be really easy yeah. uh, for them because they're used to it, but they had to shift, right? Some people yeah. decided they didn't want to do it anymore. They're like, oh, we'll wait it out. But then I'm sure you, for those that you were coaching, you, you're encouraging them to know. All you have to do is, is is do it virtually, and this is how you do it, and you can do it. So can you tell us, um, give us some tips on how how you've made that shift or help people with that shift a little bit in your in your practice? Sure. So like what presentation skills? Is that what you're asking? Like, Well, I, I'm, you know, I guess what I'm asking is if you if you were faced with a client that was that was used to presenting live. Right. But now they can't do that anymore. How, what tips did you give them so that they can work up the courage or the confidence to think that they can do it? And how and what advice, no. technical advice is there? OK, so so if most people that are are speaking on stage are like very easy to jump straight into the video Um there, um, I think it's really more the people that are have always been like, I'm the business owner, I'm the behind the scene person, I don't like to be out there, um, you know, it's, I'm uncomfortable, you know, in how I look, um, I'm behind the scenes. And that's where it's been a little bit more of a challenge. Um, but with it, I think that when people are able to put it in the box, of or the compartment of um, what I'm doing, like actually, you know, putting myself together, showing up polished, being intentional, planning in advance, being prepared, like really prepared to use this as an opportunity to um, be visible. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the the concern is it's like people don't they don't they're the people that are like, yeah, I don't like it to be about me. But the truth is we're in business to do things for people to help them have their lives be better, to make the world a better place. And when that's the case, it's I it's our responsibility as the leader, as that business owner to be that most valuable marketing asset in your business. It's just learn to be the best version of yourself rather than what other people or your preconceived notions or life's experiences told you you're supposed to be. Exactly. When I'd rather have somebody show up with no makeup, hair messy, the whole kit and caboodle, but I want to make sure that I'm like, actually connecting with that person. It's not just like, here's my facade, you know, right? because that's not what we want. Well, exactly. And is, you know, going back to some of the things that we were talking about is, you know, showing up on camera professionally is really, really important. And that goes back to all those things you mentioned, like hair, makeup, dressing, your set, all that. But your authenticity and who you really are trumps everything, right? That is most, most important that you show up uh, yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the conflict, right? When you're trying to really give this great impression on camera, you you want to make sure that you're being authentically you. This is, this is the conflict of waste up wardrobe, right? Because we want to really help people up level, but we also want to make sure that they understand that the core, the foundation is what's inside here. Yes. Right? Oh. God, yes. Yeah. So, so that's the deal is that, that this, the, the confidence and can we start talking about charisma? 
right now? Oh, absolutely. That was that was where I was going to take you next. Confidence and charisma, because well, let me just uh, preempt that or just give set it up for everybody here is that you know, the whole idea is we want to connect, right? It's that inside part that we're trying to talk about right now where we want to connect with the audience. And to do that, we have to, we have to have that authenticity. We have to have that engaging ability. And part of it is charisma. So you have the floor on charisma. Oh, I love charisma. Um, it, it's interesting. Um, charisma is, uh, everybody has a definition about what charisma is. So like your typical definition of charisma is, you know, somebody that um, is outgoing like that. I hear that a lot um, or that, you know, that they like have this real shine or sparkle around them. Okay. So the idea is that people make a definition of what charisma is like the first time that somebody says the word charisma to them and they recognize what it is. Oh, such and such has charisma. Well, for the rest of their lives, they're going to tie charisma to what that person was like. And so they think they're not charismatic. Mm. And the truth is we all have charisma, all of us. And it's only when we allow ourselves to be the whole of who we are. One of the things that, um, that I, 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 Les Brown, I, I know the gentleman, he's a wonderful man. And he actually came up to me after he met me and said, I don't know who you are, but you have a lot of charisma. And then he on the spot did a testimonial for me. Now the charisma comes out with me when I'm acting like a five-year-old, <laughs> when I'm a little, you know, feisty and, um, you know, willing to, to allow myself to have a little spunk and some fire. And that's when my charisma comes out and that's me. That's just me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So, and so by when we were talking about like, go back to that, those, those people that you're going to reach out to and ask for five adjectives of how it is that they perceive you and take that to heart. Yeah. Right. And then you get to learn how to really tap into your charisma. Yeah, absolutely. And charisma, like you said, is different for different people. Different people are charismatic on different levels. Some people have dry humor. Some people, you know, are, have very out there humor. So it's really interesting that definition of charisma. But here's the thing. The camera oftentimes does this funny thing with people. People could be amazing speakers on stage and they could be amazing speakers in a group, but you put a camera in front of them and it kind of, it almost changes things. And, um, and, and, and sometimes they freeze on camera and they can't really express who they are. So, so, so it's important to, it's important to keep people engaged. So how do you help people who are having a hard time really be, being charismatic in themselves on camera, really, what, what advice do you give them to okay. get there? This is good. I love this. <laughs> so the truth of the matter is people that are really good on a stage um, and in live settings is because they just love the interaction of the other people. They're, they use it. They need that, like, that juice that they get from facial expressions and movement and sound and all of the senses. And we're trading that for a computer screen, right? right. 
Right. So it's a very different experience. And so like for me, it goes back to getting into my head before I get on. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to pl- play make believe. And I'm going to play make believe that there's an audience sitting out there and I'm going to picture them and I'm going to um, move the pieces and parts the way that I need them to be moved within that audience in order for the presentation to be powerful and to be able to be connective. So when I look in the screen, I'm always looking at a person. Yeah. Pretend that, you know, I'm I think of somebody that I love. Yeah. In the screen. Yeah, that's really good advice. It's it's good advice to to kind of focus on something uh, when you're having a hard time with the camera. Um, but I have to say, I'm not going to lie. It is a hard thing to do. It takes I believe that well, you keep saying that it will be right. Right. So yeah. It begins with stop saying I hate being on camera, you know, because like we we both hear it. And and you, you know what? I'm really comfortable on camera. I don't particularly enjoy going on, honestly. I yeah. mean, what I mean by that is it's once I get on, I'm great. Yeah. Like, do you get what I'm saying though? Yeah. Yeah. But what, I, but what I think is like I have that in that in um the charisma. I have that, <laughs> but I have that introvert too. Yeah. Right. I have that very much that introvert. So I get it, too. I feel it, too. Well, I think the the whole introvert, extrovert, you know, um, contrast is like even even extroverts need that quiet time to recharge, recalibrate, reset. So so even though uh, people might be extroverts, they can't be extroverts all the time. It's just too much energy to expend without recharging. So um, I, I completely understand that being an I mean, I think outwardly I get I get labeled an extrovert myself, but I really value my alone time. And that's part of my self-care. Yes. Yeah, most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the other thing is to help people because I know a lot of people feel self-conscious. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember one day I was, you know, I was probably about maybe 15 years ago. And I was with someone uh, who I know very well. And I, I sat down, I walked across the room and I sat down and I said, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I've got two different socks on. And, and he said to me that he goes, don't worry about it. Nobody's paying attention to what color socks you're wearing. They're all thinking about themselves. So it was so interesting that most people, when they show up, um, they're all concerned about like, well, do I look right? And do I sound right? And all of those pieces of the puzzle. And they're making it about them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then if we can step into how can I make this experience be about you? How can I bring an experience that's going to make you have a better day? That is so critical in really everything we do. I think we forget that, you know, it's like in a conversation, a regular conversation where you're talking to somebody and getting to know them, talk less about yourself, talk more about, be more curious about them. That is this, that basic premise of really uh, connecting with people, really. People want 
to hear them talk about themselves. They don't want to hear about you. And so that that's a really interesting thing. And, and what I love about the way our conversation has gone today, Julianne, is that we started out talking about something very concrete, right? Some things that are easy to fix, like be aware of your surroundings. Don't show up uh, in your bedroom teleconferencing with a professional. Right? Don't do that, right? Don't, yeah, don't flush a toilet when you're when you're teleconferencing with students or you know. Screen in your song, but those are easy fixes. And in at, at waste up wardrobe, as a the waste the host of waste up wardrobe, I'm really trying to create that playbook that. Um, that uh, etiquette book, if you will, the guidelines of how to present yourself in the new virtual world that is not going away, but it's more than just about the clothes and it's more than just about how to act and how to decorate your background. It's a, a lot about what's inside. And well, I it begins with what's inside. Absolutely. The stuff out here is just the commercial paste. Right, right. All of it. Um, it's, it's, and, and really what it comes down to is it the to, it's like we're not just preparing for videos. We're not preparing, we're preparing for life. Yep. Yep. But we're really showing up for life. One of the things I've noticed is when I'm out and about right now, people are, they literally look terrible. Nobody's putting themselves together, literally nobody. And I just decided that for my own, like my own, because I was starting to do some of that too. I'm just like, when I go out, I am going to just show up like Princess Diana. <laughs> go out, You know, so again, it's playing a part, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's like those kinds of steps they're going to change your business. Your sales increase. They've done studies that your sales increase if you really put yourself together for a, your sales calls. Yeah. Your daily calls, anything Absolutely. that you're doing. But it's, but then it's, but then, I mean, you know, Christine, maybe we should do a, um, an episode where we show up with no makeup on. Yes. I know. Our, in our pajamas. <laughs> well, I'm wearing pajamas waist down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but that's what this whole show is about. But just to reiterate um, that playbook, right? I'm trying yeah. to really create that playbook yeah. on what is the, what are the, okay. go, the, what's the gold standard of showing up on camera? Not from physically, but also right now, the, the, our conversation took us into the core, right? Building out that core. And that's another really important critical part of Waste Up Wardrobe. I mean, that's why we had a yoga expert on uh, one episode giving us how to really stay physically, you know, comfortable. Um, that's why we did um, an episode on emotional well-being when you're staring at a camera for eight hours. And that's why you're here today. I really feel like nothing happens by accident that you are here to show our audience how to center themselves. The conversation started with, you know, the obvious, but then it really dug deep. And that's what I love about our conversations, Julianne. This is what, why I love um, having this conversation with you because you're so insightful to, to the why, to the why. And I'm just going to go back really quickly. I know wow. we, ha we had that lunch together once and you had just launched your book, um, Remind me, I know it had the word purpose in it. It's purpose crisis. And then yes. it's 
Stop the inner struggle, find your life's meaning and reveal the magnificent you. Yes. And you told me, we were talking about our whys, you know, because every entrepreneur talks about their whys. But what was, was really insightful for me in that conversation was that you said most uh, people who start businesses, they have a why. But really, I help my clients dig deeper to find out what the why is behind their why. Right. And I know that sounds a little bit nebulous, but I, we can give an example um, sure. as we're wrapping up here. But the thing is, that was so precisely, it was it, it actually uh, kind of was very enlightening to me because I kept thinking, why do I do what I do? It's not just about the clothes. So I'm going to actually, I'm not going to give my example. I'm going to have you give us an example to a really clear why behind a why. Yes, absolutely. So um, a why, the why of your why is a very personal story or experience that has was the impetus to your why. Yeah. Why is that what happened to you? What experience did you have? And so when you're able to go back to that experience of like, how can I advocate out of that experience? that um, it brings a, it brings about strength yeah, and it brings about fire on those days when we just want to like, you know, watch Netflix all day long. I mean, but you know, trust me. I mean, there's like those days that there's an afternoon that I'll go, you know what? I'm shutting down for the rest of the day because it's we're it's, I need more self care. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So why of the why is what keeps the juice going. And when you can always be in that mindset, then you're just doing your life's purpose. Absolutely. So I'm going to share the why to my why, because I think it will help the audience understand what that means. Cause you and I understand it. Cause mm -hmm. I've, I've learned that from you and you've given me examples in the past, but, and I was a little hesitant to share this because sometimes you get very vulnerable when you go, why? Just do it. Just do yeah. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll be authentic here. Right. Um, uh, so my why in my my overarching business, Jade for All Seasons, was always about I felt women do so much. Um, they do all all day long and they wear so many hats and they really deserve to have the resources for them to self-care. And the easiest way to uplift yourself emotionally is to get dressed up in the morning and then you feel like you could take on the day. It totally elevates your mood when you put on a nice outfit and you feel like a million dollars. And I wanted to be that fairy godmother, if you will, for my clients where I would make them really feel up leveled in their image. And I kept thinking, that's my why. That is my why. My why is to elevate other women and be an uplifter. But then you asked me, what was the why to the why, Christine? And I said, oh, I never thought about that. But as I thought about it, and I, I remember telling you, I think I did tell you, but I wasn't sure, but I don't know if you remember, but my why to my why, I think I realized is that my mom was always, she's a wonderful mother. And I always, I grew up always watching her sacrifice for others and not self-caring enough for herself. Like I always thought, boy, I wish you'd self-care a little bit more for yourself. I wish you would take care of yourself a little bit more. Um, and I think that is really what gave rise to my love to nurture my clients and really show, to, show them that self-care is so wow. important and that image yeah. is such a part of self-care. 
It, Does that make sense? It is. It is. And you know, the other piece of the puzzle, it totally makes sense. And I do remember that now that you're saying it. Yeah. Um, that, you know, it's what you're passing on. It's literally like, I'm going to break a cycle. Yeah. Okay. And, and so I love that, that it's our opportunity to break cycles really is what a purpose is. Yeah. Because it's like, what wrong do you want to write or what hurt do you want to heal for other people? Something that you experienced or somebody very close to you experienced it. Yeah. And in the, the point is not to judge it. The point is to embrace it mm-hmm. and use it and thank it for giving you that fuel to do the why so that then you get to just take all your beautiful gifts and plug them right in and help people. Absolutely. So I can't imagine that during our conversation, this has happened, but have I forgotten to ask you an essential question that you must be telling the audience before we wrap up with our uh, Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly wrap up? Yes. There okay. One more thing that I wanted to um, talk about, and this is another thing that I do um, to get ready is I warm up my voice, mm-hmm. I warm up my vocal cords Yeah. as, as if I'm warming up to sing. Um, because stress and the tone and the sound of your voice is very, very, um, it's, it's very subtle, but it's very easy to detect. Mm. And the more that we can just like, again, get in touch with the body, release that vocal cord, you sound better. Your voice is actually more pleasant to listen to Mm -hmm. and, um, it's good for you. Yeah, no, actually, we had an episode with Molly Mahoney. I know you're familiar with her. And she talked to us about that. Because, you know, one of one of my problems is sometimes when I'm talking, I, I don't articulate as well, because I'm so excited about what I'm going to say. So I tend to not articulate well. And she said, these voice exercises are really good for that. And it's really good if you're presenting. I love um, it. Yeah. So thank you for thank you for bringing that up. And I know you have a special offer or a gift for our audience today and everybody who listens to the replay. Um, can you share can you share what that is? Absolutely. So um, I uh, have uh, 20 tips and resources to look, feel and uh, sound your most confident for virtual meetings. And uh, I think you guys are going to put the link up. Yes, we are. You can get a download and it's, I share all kinds of resources and, and more of, of the kinds of tips that I shared today. So um, it's a really great, and then, you know, if you don't want to be on the list, just unsubscribe. Um, But the idea is that, you know, to be able to take that and print it out um, and have it sitting next to you because it will be a reminder to you of a number of different things too. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be a treasure of information. And so for our viewers or people listening on replay that want this, put into the chat box, hashtag perform and shine, because um, you really you really do not want to miss out on having this tool, this guide. So thank you for sharing that, Julianne. Really appreciate that. Um, I also want to wrap up with the Waste Up Wardrobe weekly wrap up. And what that is, is we, you know, I want you as our guest to tell us what one major takeaway today, one, one overarching thing that if people walk away with nothing else, that's what they walk away with. What would that be? 
I mean, there's a lot, right? Oh there's so many things, but I just want to like filter down to what I think is the most, most yeah. important thing is that you are here for a very special purpose. You have been given a set of gifts. Um, those Many of those gifts have been life experiences that have shaped you. And you have the ability and the power to utilize those things to make the world a better place. And when you tap into that and you hold on to that and you have that be your intention, uh, that is how you are going to be the most fulfilled. That is how you're going to be the most charismatic. And that is how you're going to be able to help other people um, because everyone, no matter who they are, has something really special that can make the world a better place. And I think that the more that we can live from that place, that I think that that's really what's going to change the world. Yeah, absolutely. That's really, um, I, I, I hope that the audience really sits with that and, and, and thinks about that a little bit more deeply because it's a really important thought. And it's important for us to realize that now, especially now that we aren't sure where we're going or, you know, and 2020 has been pretty rocky for everybody, really, in a different way for everybody, but definitely, definitely rocky. Thank you for the tool that you offered in the in the downloadable that we get. Um, any tips and action items that we should um, have everybody focus on as they, you know, as they take everything that we've talked about today and, and, and start... Okay. So I'm going to encourage everybody like right now to take a piece of paper, like a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil or a colored pencil or a marker, whatever. Like for real. For real. (laughs) Yeah. For reals. Um, And write down five things that they learned today. What stuck with you. And then take one of each of those and do and plug them in and today do number one and tomorrow do number two and take the weekend off and then do number three. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like what reached out to you and, and touched you that you should do for yourself. And then let's just start like baby stepping them. Just get the motor going. And then that momentum builds. Yeah, no, that is excellent. Thank you. Thank you for outlining it like that, because it just helps people focus. You know, it's about focusing in and really diving deep. Uh, Julianne, I feel again, I am going to repeat this, but it's so true. I feel so honored that you uh, came on the Waste Up Word of Show. You are a wealth of information and inspiration. And I'm just really excited that I get to be uh, your friend and I get to learn from you. So so thank you again. And there you have it, Waste Up Wardrobe. <laughs> thank you, Julian. Thank, thank yeah. you so much. I, I really appreciate that gratitude going into Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, and that just brings me to what we're doing next week. Do you want to hear about it? <laughs> yes. Okay. So next week is Thanksgiving week. So we are not having our traditional show on Thursday, but that doesn't mean we're taking a, a week off. We are actually going to have a gratitude hour on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving at 4.30, where we're going to kind of converge to Waste Up Wardrobe on Facebook Live. We're going to talk about 
gratitude. We're going to talk about as business owners and um, even if you're not a business owner, how we show gratitude now that we live in this virtual world. I am going to be bringing on other entrepreneurs who have kind of came up with plans of how to show gratitude, whether they're a business, a B2B or a B2C business and how they've done it and how it's been impactful and um and, and, and share with us how it's impacted other people when they've shown them that kind of gratitude. I'm also going to be taking people's ideas of how else one can show gratitude now in this virtual world that can be effective, not just basically by saying thank you, because that's what we all have to do anyway, but by actual um, ideas that they've created to, uh, to show the gratitude in the business world and in their everyday lives. So don't miss it. We're going to, it's going to, going to be like a cocktail hour. If you want to bring your tea, bring your coffee, bring your cocktail, join us here on Waste Up Wardrobe on Facebook on Wednesday, not Thursday, but Wednesday at 4.30 live, where we're all going to come together and share, share, share everything we're grateful for, how we show gratitude and um, get ideas on how to show gratitude to others. So please join us next week and bring a friend. Bye.